Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to <laughs> Snack Time, an offshoot of the Anything Bowl, where we talk about a single subject. Usually it's about 20 minutes, but it never really is. We apologize. Really Today, is. I like to... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're usually not supposed to say this off the top of the bat. We're not supposed to say it in general, but I like to say it because it makes me laugh and it's funny. This is a backup episode. It is February 2023. Who knows when this is going to be posted, but basically, every time it's a backup, I like to tell everybody. Today, 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 today. First of all, I'm caffeinated. Ooh. Today, we're talking ban history part two. For those who don't know, there was a part one. It wasn't supposed to be a series. There's a part one from 2019 where Matt, Brendan, and myself sat down. We talked about our ban history, the bands we've been in, solo projects, whatever it was, from our birth up until 2019. So today, featuring my great friend, hold on, you're over there on the stream, Tyler Smith, down there, who you'll remember from episode 43. We talked about the music industry. He's here to tell us about his history with bands. Along with that, Matt and I are going to talk about the last couple years, COVID, post-COVID, what we've been doing with music. So, Tyler, please, before Streamlabs crashes again, tell me about Introduce your history. Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a so, bitch. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm Tyler. I've got a long history of music and band life, and I guess we'll get into it. I mean, it all started, it all started in, like, middle school where I did my first talent show, um, and then from there, I quickly learned how to play different instruments and my music taste like expanded and I just started joining bands where I could um mainly mainly in high school times um I was in a band called Doubleheader I played guitar for them it was like a pop punk band and at the same time I played bass for a metal band uh called For the Many Few um we had a band in high school we did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. He's like, jogging a memory. <laughs> jogging memory, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, Miguel and I were, were in a band with uh, a couple friends. It was called uh, Breaking Down Reality. Um, we didn't do much. We did a Christmas EP and played like at an open mic once. Yep. It was, it was fun. That was it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... From there, I I went and I uh, I played drums for a band uh, called Free the Witness. It was a punk band. We played at the uh, Stone Pony a couple times. Um, did a we did a few shows. I I I played with Christopher J. Um, I'm trying to think, I had my own band called With Intention. For those of you that might like a day to remember and things of that sort, we were right mm -hmm. around there um yeah and now i'm uh now i'm just kind of playing in a cover band and selling my soul to the pop world for money oh yeah hey man so like what would you like more than like you like performing in bands more or you want to be a solo act that all depends right honestly dude i i'm i much rather just be the guy that brings all the music together, be a producer, mix engineer, whatever. Yeah, huh. that's you don't um, like performing. It's I I do like performing, but mm -hmm. not as much as I like the science behind production of music. You know, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes sense though because it's like I mean, I'm kind of a similar. Well, I think me and Tyler are just in opposite places. <laughs> I like producing, but. <laughs> But at a certain point, you're like, 
like damn like i want that more emotionally connective side so it's kind of funny how those things kind of get married like in full circle you know? yeah well you know what it is too like I've, I've done the uh the live performance for so long now that mm-hmm. it's just I, I would like to be able to sit in this chair and make money <laughs> off of putting songs together <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, yeah, you, you, the passion doesn't just disappear because you're not on stage. You can be very passionate about sitting in the chair, but you're like, you're the artist, and the canvas is is sound and plugins and all this shit, and you're you're not like waving the fucking brushes around, but you're still like creating that. Like, I remember sitting down with you last year when we were working on whatever cover it was, and you took like these mediocre vocals I put in there, and you threw on like one EQ, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. how'd you do that? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, producing. I mean, I mean, and that's a, and going back to. I don't want to cut you guys off, but the the Twitch is like not moving on my end. What do you mean? It's like, moving on my end. Okay, so it's just yeah, it you're just looking okay. Throws for me. Don't stress. All right. Don't stress. Don't stress. Don't stress. Um, <laughs> I mean, it. I think I was telling um, I was telling my friend. Well, uh, yeah, like our friend Ben last night. I think we were talking about it because we were talking about like where we want to go for the year. And I think one of the big things that, you know, kind of came about is like, sometimes you might have, like what Miguel was saying, like you can still have a passion for it, but it's like, it's finding your role, I think is what's more important. Like, yeah. you may think you're really good at one thing, but you might find out that you're like 10 times better at another thing. Exactly. You know? So it's like, even like with production, it can be like that for Tyler and him, for me, like, I don't know. I haven't really given performance a full shot. It's fun though. But again, like for me, I definitely need to work on it, but you know. It's one of those things, like, there's so many aspects to this whole thing that it's, like, you can really just pick and choose whatever you want, and then whatever you find or notice that you do the best is what really counts. I think a lot of people don't want to put their ego aside and say, like, hey, like, this is what I really want to do, you know? I think a lot of times people shoot for the being the star, but the thing is, you're literally, like, it sounds so fucking corny, but you're your own star in your own way, you know? yeah like you 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 eventually find that out you corny know, doesn't you mean see, not like, factual you sit. huh corny on, doesn't mean not tr- factual true because it is corn but <laughs> you know it's, um, <laughs> but uh but for me like especially now like i i found much more enjoyment being um an artist just because it's like there's not i feel like as a producer there's a lot of pressure <laughs> like oh, at least for, for me sure. and it's oh yeah it's it's hard to do too because so many people doing it of course. i'm not saying yeah. so many people are good but no so many people it, it, have so like much more tried to start doing it themselves to save themselves yeah. a couple of grand you know instead of going to the studio but regardless like <laughs> do you want something radio level or do you want something like Green Day in a garage. Like, what do you want? <laughs> you know? Well, dude, it's because living in the digital age, dude, it's so, it's so easy. You know, all you got to do is buy, you don't even have to buy a fucking interface. You could just use, now with something like the, what is it, Matt, that, the new Mac Mini, you got an iPhone, you got yeah. some kind of computer, GarageBand is fucking free, mm-hmm. and there's a really crappy little doll right there. You don't even have to use something like a Audacity. GarageBand, yeah. you have your phone, you could use it as a mic or a camera, or whatever it is that you need to do. Right. And you could use shitty, like, AirPods to mix. It's not going to be perfect. Not whatsoever. But the fact that you could do all these things for free or for really cheap, everybody's got their hand in it. Everybody's trying to do the same thing. And on the fly, what too. Like, mean? shit like that makes it so accessible, you know? Exactly. 
Dude, I met a rapper one time. I was, have you guys ever heard of Band Lads before? Yeah. Yes. So that's I met. Well, I didn't meet. I saw this kid on TikTok. I have something that, on like, there actually. He has like he has like a top fifty viral hit on TikTok just from making a track from Band Lads, and it took him like fifteen Wild. minutes. He just took the beat from iCloud, <laughs> imported it in. Yeah. The auto tune's already on there. Most people pay like fucking. I think it's monthly now for auto tune, and it's like. It's like what Tyler was saying, like, you can go for the radio quality, but I feel like also, too, in the flip side... It's not what everyone wants. It's not what everyone wants, and believe it or not, some people actually are a bit more attracted to the the rough type of... I mean, my thing is, it should look clean, but it should look homemade, you know? It's like when Mm -hmm. you go to, like, a really nice Mm mom-and-pop restaurant... They may be charging 50 or 60 bucks for a plate, like a fucking <laughs> Napoli pizza or some type of squidding shit or whatever. Yeah. But the difference is, even though it's not like the most expensive architecture going around the whole thing, it's really about like the care and the quality of the product and like what it means to the listener. Totally. If you think that, if you think that just putting in a drum loop and these like, I'm not saying that simple chords are bad because they do work, but it's like if you just do it just to make it to, have it in a higher positioning in the charts or whatever, it's it's never going to work. Because the thing is, at the end of the day, there's like, prop, it's like what Tyler said, there's like 50 million motherfuckers trying to do exactly what you're doing. So you have to figure out what's your niche and like what you do really well. Yeah. Like a good example, like especially if we're talking producers, like a lot of producers are going on Twitch now and yeah, they're getting placements wild. that way. And it's like, you're not worrying. And the cool thing about their positioning is like, they don't even have to like, they don't even have to really like finish a song. Like you're more so just showcasing talent, and that's kind yep. of like how you have to start looking at it. I think when you go in with like malintention, it never works out. And I think we've said that a couple of times, but it really just it just goes to show. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, it's never gonna work. Oh man! All right, let me All reel right. it in a little bit, Matt. Tell me about your uh, your history with music and bands and things the last like two three years. Man. <laughs> my first band uh, well let's backtrack uh <clears throat> like i said i started working by myself but eventually like sophomore year came and um i think you and me were like we need to start a band yeah. um we may have not picked the most app recruits but they tried very hard they did well there was actually <laughs> and, two and including myself too i was learning we were all learning you there know? was madness of a generation which was just you and me and then chase the dream oh dude yeah chase the still dream, a very dude. good band name i'll stand by that name. Not really the most conducive practice times, I'll tell you that much. No, no, it was... Uh, <laughs> but I think what that yeah. really taught, that at least what that experience taught me was that, and it's no offense to any of my friends or anybody who I worked on that with, it's more so you have to know when to call it quits and be like, this isn't it. Because at a certain point, like, if we get practicing, it probably could have came into something. But I think the mm. problem was it was just there was too much... We weren't all I in the same headspace. Yeah, not in the same headspace and not the same drive. So, of course, yeah. like everything just completely collapsed. And then, of course, you and me, um, after that, made some tracks. And it just kind of came to a difference of... Oh, my God. Hippie poo-poo. <laughs> came to uh, creative differences <laughs> in that regard. This is like junior to senior year, beginning yeah. of senior year. We put and out a couple things, that, but that's okay. No, we did. I mean, like, there's some that I look back on. I'm like, that was a cool one. Like, Janice. Cherry Pie is always a cool one. Janice is a cool one always, you know. But it was cool because I didn't really know what I was doing in terms of mixing, you know, to be like, not as much as I probably know now. So, um, even then, so, uh, 
you know, you, you take those experiences and you learn them in stride. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I mean, the pandemic hit. Uh, me, me and my friends and my girlfriend were all sprawled out at that time. And, like, we didn't know what the fuck to do. So in that meanwhile time, I mean, you got to think about it. My sister's pregnant. Um, she has, uh, you know, this little kiddo on the way. I'm really only allowed in a basement. I was basically stuck in a basement for most of COVID. I'm sure there's a lot. Some people were. Um, but I think for me, that gave me time to like work on this other group that, you know, I mean, eventually I wanted to pop up. What does it mean? Oh, wait, who the, there's a person in the chat. Whoa. We got first question. What does it say? Wow. What does it mean? Where's hello? Uh, Where's this? GZD How Trump. do I see this? This is on a, it's, it's in the, the, the chat, chat, the stream chat. The, they ask, what does it labs? mean to you when people say AI is the next movement in music? Does someone program sound theory into a program and let it come up with sounds that cater to our senses and balance better than a human can? Uh, wow. Than a human can. Wait a minute. Okay. Where are you seeing I mean, this? It's on, it's on the stream. <laughs> it's on, it's it's on the stream. stream. It's not in Streamlabs. It's, it's literally <laughs> on the stream. Uh, thank no, you right. for our first genuine yeah, but I don't know comment. That's actually that, though. It's in the well, chat on Twitch, Tyler. How, yeah, where, people dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so well, Tyler figures that out. I'd be my, more than willing to answer. It. I, I, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll each go like in order. Uh, I think from <laughs> looking from the technical perspective, I think when at, when you go to AI, whether AI is going to be the next music, the uh, someone program sound theory. I think it's not even like programming, right? It's not like a. Or th- this is at least what I gather from AI. It's not specifically going in and having this program and giving it these brackets of sound theory and these different things to use and then creating something from there. I think it's much more, it's less program and more artificial intelligence. It's, it's think of it like a living technical being in that it's literally just like, instead of taking the brackets of what you're going to do, it's just absorbing millions and billions of different songs and sounds. And then you give it these different parameters and it uses like, you're like, Oh, make me a rock song. That sounds like it's from 1980 about a breakup with a dude it's gonna go all right 1980 here's a bunch of these songs here's a hundred of these what is the most common chords here are the chords let me put them together uh, here yeah. are the lyrics what are these the most common lyrics what is the most common structure in an instant and it's just pulling all these different things that puts them together yeah i think I mean, it's if you were going to talk about inputting sound theory it mu- it'd be much more focused on like having a specific binary program rather than it being something that's learning because yeah, the binary program you're going to go here are these 10 things Make me something out of these 10 things. The AI yeah. is going to be like, all right, oh, look, somebody just uploaded 25 new albums about music from Argentina. Yeah. It's going to be like, all right, let me take some of that shit. Yeah, you know, adding on to that, I mean, it's, it's even past just making the music. I mean, you got to realize that now a lot of labels are looking at doing AI artists. So, like, having them, like, is animated oh, yeah. and they create I didn't their even own style. Think of that. They have, like, someone's voice generator. They'll have them speak a million times. And yeah. You were, they're very on point about that. It's just, and the fact that the reason it absorbs all this information, but then they have to give it a um, command structure to essentially, it, yes. you basically retrain the model over and over and over mm. again until you get to a desired consistency outcome that is, um, is again, it's viable. In this yeah. instance, it would be, um, you could do songs. I think it's going to start with songs and I think it's going to move to artists. And um, I, I mean, I've heard the, you know, the types of generated music. If we're going to talk like artists specifically, like artists using it to make the songs from AI, I'm, I don't want to be a hater because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of people said like the same thing about sampling, how you're just kind of like taking away the human element until someone kind of found what was so human about it. Mm-hmm. So I think I would like to hope that 
AI kind of follows a similar pattern. I still think there's some form of human control needed. But if you're talking about creating whole artists, brands, and everything from AI, I don't know. I mean, that's just corporate dogma at its finest. Yeah, there's a lot why, of easy malicious intent to be thrown in there to create an AI artist as a whole. Because you can have, it could be like a mask, right? You can have someone that's actually an artist and you just have like a virtual presence for them. But mm-hmm. it's a whole other thing for a company to be like, let's let's take this AI, we're going to make her into this, we'll check all the boxes. She's an attractive woman. All of her music sounds like pop music, but it tickles your ear a little bit. She's very seductive and whatever, but she's not actually a person. They're yeah. just like, we're going to fit these boxes, so it's going to tickle your ear. You're going to pay for it. You're going to give us money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, going off of what you said relating to sampling, I think... I think it's something that just needs to be done. It's the problem is that it's so new and it exploded so quickly. Like over I mean we were talking about Dolly 2 years ago or something when MKBHD was posting about it and it didn't necessarily explode and catch on, but now it's overnight, dude. You heard about ChatGPT and now you see these college kids are using it to write all their papers. Now you got these artists and whatever. I think it's just going to take time for people to get used to it and just to do it. And then it- yeah, because it's, it's such an information age. It's not really about what you know. It's how you can find it or how you can get an achieved result. Yeah. So if you really think about it from that sense, too, you have to be a bit creative in that aspect yourself. Um, I don't know. It's it's kind of a, it's like what you said, too. It's a hard conversation because it's very new, and it's kind of hard to see where it's going right now. But I think overall, it's going to be one of those things where it has its great uses, its bad uses. It needs to be regulated. And the biggest issue right now that's coming up is um, other artists having their vocals essentially removed um and used in other creative tracks but not getting the rights to their i guess intellectual property <laughs> being that their raps or their flows or their i guess in this case their persona yeah. um, i don't know if you saw the video of david Guetta. he had this um rave track that he made for um a set and he basically used like eminem's like ai vocal to like oh i saw that the beginning and of course, Eminem doesn't probably care because it's David fucking Guetta. It's, you know, it's, it's also it's, it's Eminem. He's, he doesn't give a shit. Eminem. But still, like you look at sort of things like that's okay. But it's like imagine now, now you're making whole songs with other artist brands, and it's like, yeah. you know, now you're kind of getting yourself into a bit of a mess. A lot of possible so, danger. I don't know, Tyler. Uh, any thoughts on this? Um, I was resetting my Twitch password, so. Big fuck. No, you're good, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn boy. <laughs> it was like oh no, no special characters or anything needed, but every every password was not good enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I want to say thank like you cool. to Grizz Drifforth. I'm gonna call you Jizz. No, can't call you that. No, don't do that. That's fucked <laughs> up. Don't do my Jeezer? boy like that. Jeezer. <laughs> I'll call you Jiv. Thank you, Jiv, because it starts Hi, with Jiv. a G, ends with a V. Thank you, Jiv, for being our first comment on, on Twitch, period. I thought the people watching right now were just us, but... Massive W. <laughs> Massive W. W-A. Thanks, man. Um, we appreciate Ross it. Uh, um, anyway, so, back to what I was saying. Yeah. So <laughs> Back to the, the band history. Um, yeah, so then... But, so now, like I was saying, so during the time of the basement COVID days, I was... Uh, not doing the healthiest things, I guess you could say. And in doing so, of course, I was also trying to work out this uh, group all smiles. <laughs> so that was kind of, that was, that was all going. And then, No, Tyler um, just commented in the chat. <laughs> found it. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh my God. But, um. Now I can read the you question. You know, uh. 
<laughs> Fucking hell. It, but so, but that and that just did not go too well, just because of how badly it crashed and burned, and mm-hmm. just with everything going on at that time. And I was depressed because then I was like, "Shit, I actually have to find a job to support this apartment now." So then, of course, I went to you know like doing like medical transport for a couple months and this and that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I was unhappy. So then I was just like, "Shit, okay, what do I do next?" So I said, "Okay, I'm gonna go home." At this opportunity at studio, sadly been on and off just because of when they need help but you know you, you live and you Take learn what you can get tertiary reason though is also too like i wanted a chance to like kind of step away from a job and actually try it and what i realized was um something that we brought up in the main episode was that you know when you really try to go for the for the dollar signs your co-host in the black shirt s- sound is coming through on twitch i see his lips moving and no sound um Tyler, Tyler, apparently you're not coming through in the stream. <laughs> Wait. I fixed it. All right, is it working now? Can you yeah. hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you How hear about now? Me now? <laughs> um, oh, God. They just anyway. do nothing but te- technical difficulties. Hey, listen. You're cruising. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, yeah, so where was I in the story? Oh, yeah, yeah. So then, you know, a couple months go by. Now it's the beginning of 2022. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure this out. Cycled so through some jobs, but I kept saying to myself, "Oh, I feel like if I make this work, if I make this work, if I make this work, right?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh fuck!" So what happened was it came to July. I actually got more of a stable job. Okay, fantastic. Okay, it's good now. Perfect. Um, you know, I got a stable job, and this is July of last year, and I was kind of excited, kind of not. You joined the family business. Like, join the family business you know <laughs> so i was kind of excited kind of not because i was like damn i said i feel like i'm giving up already it wasn't really a factor of giving up it's just you're, a dipshit, you're depressed and you need to figure this shit out exactly so you know stop the escapism you need money to make this work etc 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 so i was working out for a couple months eventually music was just starting to fall out completely because of how fucking burnt i was and just actually not even just that but just getting back to a more physically aptitude place from uh, you know, too much drinking, smoking, all this sort of things, you know. <laughs> it's it's funny, <laughs> but it's my true. Body. It's, it's a it, lot. It's sad. <laughs> Cause Dude, once you become an feel- adult and you have all that stuff just kind of at your fingertips, it's so easy to be like, yeah, I'm upset. I'm a, this bottle looks almost empty. Let me just finish it. So, yeah, yeah. 100%. That's the thing, like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, no shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I know that too well, dude. So, I know that. Yeah. I think it's just an art. I think it's a it's an it's an artist thing, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's an empath thing. It's an <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um yeah, that was it was a rough couple months, especially like I was the heaviest I've ever been. I was not taking care of myself and I just wasn't in it and the reality was I I fucking hated myself because I felt like a failure. I was like, I have no direction. I said, I got no bitches. I was getting paranoid <laughs> that my friends didn't like me, like that sort of thing. Like, of course, like you have to like, that's when I came home and I was like, fuck man, I don't know how much more I could do this right now. I don't think I'm mm-hmm. ready. So then from July, from July up until now, it's been a lot of recovery process and it's like, I feel a lot physically better. Oh yeah. Of you got to get I'm, your body and your mind right before you can get anything else right. Yeah. And it's like, you know, now like. I'm kind of happy that I'm coming back to music. I think doing the podcast really taught me a lot about in terms of what I need to do with my music brand. So I think I take a lot of those things away. And and now it's like, you know, with this whole channel zero thing that me and my friends are doing, like we really want to build that up. And 
you know, I think now it's really just balancing between the two acts. Like I like tab and I like channel zero and, and my job now gives me money. So it's it's a matter of using my resources to essentially with all due respect. And it's by the way, this isn't a bad job by any means. I don't, you know, like it, it's like every other job where it's like, yeah, you have your really bad days and your really great weeks and Mm -hmm. you know, it's typical, but like you have to take it for what it is. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's just about being consistent with that sort of thing. So right now the plan is for me just to funnel money into whatever I have to do to make, well, it's like funnel in a productive way, I should say. Yes. In a realistic not, way. Not uh, irresponsibly. Not just like dumping money into ads and hoping people listen. No, We're no, not, no, I mean, no. at least this me and like, have talked about that. We're not like super keen on it. Like, no. and it doesn't make sense. Because the thing is too, a, ge- a good example is like some artists I've met on a certain Discord and it's like, yeah man i got 50 to 100 thousand on this track but then it's like okay but your likes are at like 20 and i only see five comments and i'm not saying that the song is bad but it's very clear that right you're paying for this you're not creating an organic exposure yeah and you're much better off be trying to play and beat the algorithm than you are trying to pay off the algorithm yeah we um in my and with intention when we put the uh the wide awake single out um mm-hmm. we uh we promoted that, and I mean, it it did do us good. They, they you know, they played it on the radio in like Switzerland and stuff. So there was like that's fucking awesome. There was cool awesome, like dude. give back from it, but mm, I mean, like I you know, it's I think um, pushing like you know buying your uh, your outreach. It's kind of like a Jehovah's Witness. It's like. <laughs> You're like you're knocking on people's <laughs> doors that don't even want to, that don't care. That's what I'm exactly, dude. And then and, and <laughs> yeah. that's the thing too. Like I did the same shit with my beats, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, I got so mad. I was like, why is this not working? I'm not getting the views that I want. I used to do a lot better. I said, I don't know what the fuck happened. And then I listen back to the older stuff, and then I see how my behaviors change. And you're just looking at it like mm-hmm. the reason it's not working is because you're trying to ask too much when you need to be giving out more. And that's the issue. Yeah. A lot of people, especially in the music industry, and especially if you're trying to get a job in the music industry, the first thing that's always shoved to your fucking face is money. Like, oh, like, make X amount of dollars doing this now. And, like, the reality is, like, there's enough money like 10 years in the down industry the line, you'll make to feed money. you. The problem is, you never, go, no one ever goes about it the right way because they no. think, they think $5,000 this week is more worth it than ten thousand dollars in the next month that's right that's right. the biggest issue and i think i mean i've been trying frozen. to i think so too well <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry about that mr listener here um this is kind of embarrassing this is funny well no it's it's, said, it's i like to have this and leave these things in because it's, it's a peek behind the curtain it's there's a lot that goes into streaming well, and, and making stuff listen man if <laughs> when we all live in well when we all live in a closer proximity of course this ain't gonna be an issue but for now <laughs> you know you may do with what you got but anyway so um until tyler figures that out <laughs> i guess i'll keep spieling uh uh oh, look, he, ju- he hopped out he's gonna re jump in and then yeah, i'm gonna so. uh, oh i see him in let's see simple click show on stream yeah, we'll welcome back tyler hi <laughs> <laughs> tyler what's up okay so anyway. let me uh let me tell you a bit about my, my last three years, because I think mine will be the quickest. Sure. Let's see. So 2019 was before anything else. Uh, tech theory happened. Senior year happened. In senior year, I... 
Tyler, you frozen again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gnome is frozen oh again. Eh? Oh, Lord almighty. This poor guy. All I see is signs. All I see is dollar sign. Nope. Wait, he moved. And he's gone. <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you. This sucks, right? When, when things just randomly stop working for a few minutes. It sucks, but it's also hilarious. Oh, it's amazing. Because every, every time so- it happens to you on stream, it's, it's horrible because you get frustrated and I get it, but it's hilarious because you'll be talking in the middle of it and then you just disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my protein drink. Holy shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I need my 30 grams of Premier Protein. Not sponsored, by the way. And, dude, uh, <laughs> dude, you can. Oh, no, I put it away already. I'm telling you, man. Rice protein, you're throwing a little PB fit in there, two scoops. It's like 60 grams of protein for 400 calories. Mm. Not too shabby. Welcome back again, Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, I see his signs. Oh, I, I see, I see his signs. signs. Hey. Okay, so. Okay, we're, <laughs> we're gonna back. be like we're gonna be like we're gonna be like Adam word. Ross now. So, like, all right, chat. What game you want me to play? What game you want me to play? So my senior Actually, no, year. Fuck, the, fuck, fuck that. We're gonna do prank calls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my senior Shit. year was fine. Matt and I put out. Let's see. There was a cherry pie redux that I tried to mix and came out not as not as good. But the key was changed, and it was fun to belt and do do crazy shit on. Then there was God, Janice that, was... that we put out. Which... Kyle, let me just explain to you that project, because I had no idea of printing and or consolidation. So it was a fucking mess. <laughs> 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 like, I think, and, well, me and Miguel didn't know that. I mean, like, I knew how to do basic stuff. But I didn't know how to mix vocals at that time. So I remember when we were making all these songs at this time. I'm like, dude, like, sounds like shit. Why? And I'm like, oh. Because your compressor ratio is like five to one, and your output gains like fifteen decibels. No <laughs> wonder it didn't fucking work. Oh my god! And then god. here's the best part: you overcompress it, and then you try to put a limiter on it, just say, "Well, it's not in red no more." So <laughs> <laughs> that means it's fine. Uh, so I could put that fucking that cap on negative one. We were good to go. You know what's funny? Uh... You know what's funny with all that stuff? Like I can't. Some people ask me how all that stuff works. I can't explain it. I just know just to do what I'm looking for. No, dude, same. Like, I 100% agree. Because, like, asking someone to listen to compression, it's not even, like, it's such an experience thing. Like, on, like when you start producing vocals a lot, and, like, you start actually mixing vocals, you start to hear, like, those inconsistencies and, like, where you need gain automation and yeah. all that sort of stuff, you know? And, like, when you're compressing too hard. Like, that's a really, like, a, and same thing with EQ, too. It's it's especially like a like a, like for instance like Miguel's like vocals or like well actually no my vocals are a better example like I didn't really realize how much air I needed until like maybe three months ago so there you go just little shit like that <laughs> so, so yep. senior year <laughs> there was the cherry pie redux that I mixed and whatever there's Janice Matt and I worked on what he was just talking about a project we had to make a little uh, EP for our capstone to be able to graduate three song EP. Yeah. Janice, a rock song that we made uh, out of some samples, and it's still my favorite song to date that we've ever made. Even though the, I think yeah. there's like ten sitting on a hard drive somewhere. Versions of it, yeah. There's Lover, which was basically some kind of. St- looking back on it, it's a really shitty diss track at my ex. It was fun to make. It, it's very hey different. Man, it was, that verse I wrote was pretty good. It was. It was pretty good. <laughs> not not gonna lie. All that song. It's very interesting. You know, it's very different. At least for for oh, my wheelhouse. And then uh, the third song in there was the easy one. It was the Cherry Pie New Wave Edition remix. 
Yeah. There's three versions of cherry pie. <laughs> oh, because that was when the weekend was coming out with those 80s things. So we were like, let's make like an 80s pop rack, pop rack, pop rock track. Yes. So um, the vibe know, was good. It was a fun time. I think between you and me, I think it was both developmental in terms of where we wanted to take things. Mm. It was exciting for me because I was like, damn, like this is going to be fun if I could do this all by myself. And yeah depression so. <laughs> it's just after that uh after yeah. that ep is when when matt and i realized we're like you know we we can work well together when we do certain things but we're, our wants in terms of like genre and sound are very much so not too much in the of same a stretch vein. dude like yeah well, it's not even like it was impossible it's just the fact that like i didn't know i think we just didn't really understand how to mesh our styles yeah too well and, and we just kind of gave it's up not a bad it. thing i think like when like when i heard tyler's mix of um what 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 was that I don't remember. You did a really good job with it, though. Oh, but that was um something about in the studio that one day. Something about something in Rome, something. Yeah, yeah, something like oh, that. Oh, right? fuck that so, that song that I wrote. Uh, yeah, home. And I listened home, to it. I was yeah. like, see, that makes more. Yeah. So like you like you hit it out of the park, like because he has more of that like knowledge on that end of the spectrum of the type of like I guess like Miguel even I'd like really consider stylistically where you should land is like. It's just like pop rock and alternative pop, basically. Yeah. That's where I see you. But, you know, mm-hmm. still, like, Tyler just has that um, info on it more. But it was still fun. But anyway. Dude, so and then after that, it's... Senior year. And then... <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. We there, there was a lot of stuff that we did in 2021, to be honest. Because that was like... What is it? I was graduating. We were trying to use the studio. Matt and I were still determined to try and work together on and making things. So there's like... There's technically... I'm, I'm going to list them off, but there's... Technically, like an album's worth of music here that you and I just never finished. I because would say so. Yeah. Between like depression and me, me not feeling like making music and whatever. Let's see. There's the Montero type, which Shine and Spin and Winding. Still a, a fun beat. That was a fun probably beat. one of the greatest beats I've ever seen you make. Uh, <laughs> Acting out, which is a, a play on that MGK song. Uh, I don't remember the name of the song. Uh, I mean, home. You had, like your little, yeah, your little TikTok era, where it was like you, where I was making making covers, things, dude. It yeah. was fun. And I still want to do that, but it, it also takes a lot of work because you have to like sit there and you got you to gotta learn the song. You have to find, well, at least what I was doing, you have to take the, uh, you have to rip the, like, the karaoke track, the instrumental, and then I'd yeah. layer them on top of each other like a left and right kind of thing. And then... Well, once you kind of like get used to learning songs, and I'm sure Tyler could 100% speak on that, I think it gets once much you start easier. learning songs, well, because you start learning the patterns that a lot of people stick to. Yeah. Like, oh, dude. <laughs> Like, you'd be surprised. I'm sure, like, even, like, when I kind of started playing some things, I'm like, wow, that's it? Well, it's like, you know, <laughs> you, you ever hear that song? It's um, the Axis of Awesome does the... Uh, um, oh, it's the the four-chord thing. The four-chord song. That, yeah. That's... It's they're, accurate. They're it's making a point. They're literally just playing. It's like a G, D, C, and an E minor or something like that. And they just rattle mm-hmm. off, like, 50 songs that... It's just exactly. the same progression. They're all the same fucking thing. Maybe was, like the timing was, of the progression is a little different, but it's, you know. Generally the same ballpark. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even that's what I was disappointed about with my um, my music. I mean, music theory is a cool thing because I think a lot of people could extrapolate as much or as little as they want from it. And I felt like at least the way that me and Miguel were educated, um, I think it was probably a d- bit too much for popular consensus because at mm. least like the way that i learned is i mean learned a lot through jazz harmony so like i have like an idea of like how to use sevens and subtracting the thirds and all that sort of stuff like that part i get 
But I think sometimes having a little bit too much knowledge actually kind of like hinders your you creative experience, you know? So mm-hmm. like for me, like when I sit down and I write something, I'm like, this sounds cool uh, for R&B, but like I want to make a alternative hip hop track. Like, like how do we make That's this? not what I'm trying to do right now. And so it becomes this thing where it's like, it's, it's, um, the chords obviously have to be good, but they can be simple. Mm-hmm. And then, and now it's a really much more of a game of just about tonality. And who comes up with the best sound sonically and emotionally, mm-hmm. which is how it's always been. But I think, again, like if you come from that background, it's actually kind of a bit more difficult to frame it that way sometimes, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. And now uh, sometimes you just write a song that just isn't for you. Yeah. And that's just mm-hmm. what it is. I mean, look at Charlie Puth. Like he's, you know, that, that song uh, Justin Bieber did, uh, Stay with Kid Leroy. I remember that. Like, yeah, they they had like the um, Charlie demo Charlie Puth wrote that, and he I think he wanted like Rihanna to sing on it or something, and it ended up just not going that way. Yeah, no, that's cra- and that's very true too. I think a lot of times something just makes more sense for another person, like especially like in the world of production, where like you actually are kind of accustomed to doing multiple different styles and things. Like sometimes you just wanted to make the beat, but it doesn't mean that you're gonna hop on it, you know? So yeah. Uh, that's even what I do with my beats. Like I'll just I'm like, hey, Tavares, you would sound a hundred times better than me on this one. Or even my fr- my other friend Ray, same thing. You know, so uh, so it's a, it's a very key point, very key point. So, so continue Miguel. on, Miguel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, acting out. Then there was home. That's what Tyler was talking about, which was basically my way of trying to randomly, not randomly, but like create a song. Yeah. It's a good then song. Tyler took it and ran with it, and it's. Again, it's living on a hard drive, but they, that was a lot of fun. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah, dude. This is a good uh, one. After that, I think there was party stories Matt and I tried to work on, yeah. which I thought was a ton of fun, but then it just turned out that stylistically, it was neither of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun, but yeah, no, I couldn't. You know what it is? It's like, I think the energy around it, just everything. I, like The other thing is, too, we're not really that mature in our songwriting process. Like mm-hmm. I've been making beats and tracks and doing all the technical stuff for years but the problem is that yeah like even for me like i gotta really step my game up with the songwriting especially the way i've been doing it now and at a certain point a lot like writing songs musically lyrics just kind of start to feel like the same thing Mm -hmm. like you have your pattern and you have your basic thing but then eventually, like, you start to think about it. Well, what if I said it this way? What if I said it with this inflection? Right. What if we switch up the melody here? Maybe should I just do, like, a 2-4-6 thing? Like, that's sort of, like, nerdy crap, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I think now if we were to do something like that, it could definitely work out, I think, you know. And it definitely just takes... The biggest thing I will say is that songwriting like that takes, a like, it should really be more less thought into it, as weird as that sounds, too. You have to think about what yeah, other people could say. Because you get too stressed out about the little stuff, and it's what ruins the entire thing. Yeah, and then you write it down on paper, and you're like, dude, like this is cringe. Anything you write <laughs> down lyrically is going to sound like shit. Yeah. Like, my friend, like, he wrote a hook for this one beat that I'm w- working on right now, and it's like, like I, if you read the lyrics, it's just like, I said I love you, you don't, you don't, uh, you said that you hate me, but you come around, any blah, 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 this, like... But when we kind of put it down stylistically, like, oh, okay, this makes sense. Like, this know? is great. So, just don't so read you, it on You really got to just throw, throw the judgment out the window, you yeah. know, because anything sticks these days. Oh, yeah. Like, 
lot of fucking leniency. Uh, there's <laughs> two. There's there's like two more things that I worked on. One was uh, we put out. We did a lot of recording in the studio before we all left Ramapo. Uh, Tyler yeah. and I put out that cover of You'll Shoot Your Eye Out, and that was a lot of fun because I'm determined to always put out Christmas fun. music. <laughs> uh, we recorded, I think from there, we've recorded, I think there's four covers that we're sitting on. There's New Perspective, which I need to figure out because I still have it sitting on, if I can fix my hard drive. Because <laughs> yeah. now my hard drive's corrupted and shit. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And then Tyler and I were working on, what is it? There's a, uh, a secondhand serenade song. Yes, Fall For You. Uh, pretty fly for a white guy. That one's pretty good. That was a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like there was one more. Was and check yes, Juliet. Oh, uh, we did. Check we yes, were doing Juliet, that. Are you with me? Um, Rain is falling right. down dude, on the sidewalk. Fucking times I heard that song on MTV in the morning. That shit was wild. <laughs> it's dude, a great way to start me, the day. When me and my sister were going to, um, well, uh, Valley View, Danville, Diamond Spring. Dude, like every fucking morning. We had to hit the bus by 8.15, but 7.30, all I heard that was like fucking MTV. I, like went to, uh, I went to Riverview, bro. You went to Riverview? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> who's your favorite? Yo, top top five teachers. Let's go. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the biggest bitch? Wait, I was really? only I was only oh. there till so, second grade, and then I went so to this is TJ in third. Wait, so is this how you met Tyler? Um, other Tyler that you were working with, and um, remember you were in that postcard? No, I, I met him, I met him years ago. He was at the park back when he had like blue hair and was crazed out on whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like, but he's, he's a good guy though. I, I, I like, especially later on, he like, uh, he's pretty cool. And then we ended up working together. Like at physical yeah. work, and I was like, "Hey, you want to play bass for my band?" And he was like, mm-hmm. "No, but I will." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> dude, that's funny." That's yeah, because I remember seeing a video you guys did, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I said, "That's so funny how that comes because he was in um yeah it's he was in a music couple of my video. classes in Riverview, well in, in Valley View too." But that was a, that was a sick video. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was funny. Um, but I mean, so Miguel, it seems like to me. You're, I think we're kind of convincing you to come back to the dark side, it seems, you know? It seems pretty fun. I don't even think you're convincing me. I think it's... I've just... I've been in this mindset of, like, I'm done with music for ages. Yeah. So it's I forget that it exists. And then we sit here and we're like, oh, look at the things we've done. And I'm like, why can't we just finish this shit? <laughs> yeah. It's always, I'm down it's for always it. a way. But because it's a snack time... Uh, Tyler, I can't hear here. over your fucking cellophane, guy. All right. Say Wanna their name. for me? <laughs> uh, we're going to call it here for uh, snack time. We always say 20 minutes. It's been about 45. But you know what? The vibes are really nice. We're hanging out. We were talking to Jiv. I think Tyler's frozen again. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, he's really? back. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, no. He's, 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 you were just... I just had a face. You had a duck face going, you know? Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna sign off. I need the two boys to, to do their sign-offs. Tyler, do you have anything to promote before we go? Please post that now because then it's not going to make the cut for this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not really. Just check out the band of make-believe because that's all I got going on right now. 
It's the band of make believe. We'll put the streaming links in the description yeah. uh, when we are done with the stream. It's once on YouTube. The whole works. Yada yada That's yada. I gotta push the correct. Boy. Oh my God, um, Matt! We're paying for Ultra now. We could have been streaming on YouTube at the same time. Oh, you dummy! Stupid. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Have uh, you ever heard of my friend Anything Bull? Uh, we're on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Do what I say. We have a YouTube. We got a YouTube. We got the Anything Bull. That's the main channel where you can find the full podcast uploads and future content coming. You don't got an hour. That's okay. My boy Miguel, he got you for 10 minutes. He got you on the quickie. He got you. He can convince you pretty good. It's good edited <laughs> clips. We take the segments from the from the podcast and make them little videos. You don't yes. got time for 10 minutes? Shit. I didn't know you came that quick. 30 <laughs> seconds on YouTube shorts. I got you, man. 30 minutes to a minute you get the whole picture but that should encourage you to come over to the twitch streams we are on twitch to have streams on twitch and now that we have streamlabs pro make sure to check out both on youtube and twitch um pp poo poo uh, lastly by this point back. that's the fitness my last announcement and then oh yes of course i almost forgot gaming and fitness is coming soon no, uh that is gaming- the backup episode they'll be up already oh that's right never mind not soon it should be out by the time this is uh going unless it doesn't um the north star is coming back this week so that's fun and then uh yeah anything else um miguel or tyler uh i'm gonna have to start working on music yeah i think we're 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 in that now that i've done this song i think we're our mindsets are in the same need to get the cobwebs off and just be like all right (sighs) dust that shit off baby I got. I think I got some throat coat up there. I'm start drinking that. Get my Yo, pause, my, pores my correct. Man, my man, throat pause, coat. You know it's tea. Um, <laughs> at this at this point in time, there's really nothing to plug because this is just a an this emergency is a backup episode. episode so we couldn't say anything. Episode. I could tell you what the last episode we recorded is, but it could have been six months ago. Um, oh, who yeah. knows? Yeah. All that so, said, um, yeah. um, not every pee pee time is poo poo time, but every poo poo time is pee pee time. God bless America. Thank you for that. We're so proud of you, folks. Thank you. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs)